I'm Mac Cameron, and I am stoked as hell to welcome you to the first ever episode of 20 or 20, a dominionated podcast featuring conversations with Canadian musicians, 20 minutes or 20 questions, whichever comes first. My guest for this, the very first episode of 20 or 20 is Nisa. Her album, Girls Like Me, or should I say Girls Like Me, I think whatever floats your boat, is out on August 21st. It's one of my favorite albums of the year. Nisa is an amazing live performer, a sharp, observant, and insightful songwriter, and an incredible singer. It was a real pleasure to speak with her about her new album and about herself. I think before we get going, it's important for you to know that you can follow Nisa on all the social media platforms at This Is Nisa, N-Y-S-S-A, and I think it's important for you to hear a bit of her music as well. So, soon you will hear me talking with Nisa, but first, here she is with a song from Girls Like Me. This is called Bye Bye Jubilee. Ran out of gas money, gotta make the last tank last. We're come for you, big blue, and we're coming up fast. To the other lands in a big old sky full of seagulls. Upon the promise of evil to coax in a paper bag, I shake it up, Jim, give me a drag. You slice it the lot, ain't a slice at all. Aha, burn it up, boy, going free fall. It gets hard to sleep with the floodlights on. Bye bye, Jubilee. Bye bye, Jubilee. When you can't you keep your blood? Hi, Nisa. Hi, Mac. How's it going? Good. You? Good. Yeah. I want to say thanks so much for not only coming on the show today, but for being the first ever 20 or 20 guests. How do you feel? I feel pretty good about oh, it. Okay, good. Happy I do too. First. <laughs> I'm happy you're first as well. Um, so how this is going to work is I'm going to set my timer here on my phone. I'm going to either ask you 20 questions or we're going to talk for 20 minutes. Uh, and if we reach the end of the 20 minutes and I haven't asked 20 questions, too bad, so sad, we're going to call it a day. And I will also try my best to um, count the questions using good old pen and paper. Oh, okay, right. so I'm going to start the timer now and we're, we'll, we will get into it. All right. So my first question is, where do you live and why do you live there? I live in Toronto and pretty much because I was born here and it's hard to uproot and leave. Now your new album, uh, Girls Like Me, is either out in the world by the time people are listening to this or about to, to be released. What three words other than Girls Like Me uh, best describes your new album? Angry, hopeful, and strange. I think those are all, all apt. How will the pandemic affect the way that you perform and create once we're out of whatever this is, whatever pandemic life is? I mean, uh, it'll be, if it's an actual post distancing world, it'll be really sweaty and really uh, like, very Dionysian. Uh, it, yeah, I just, 
I mean, it feels like it's going to be a really long time, but it, it's going to be just so great to be in a room dancing with people. So I'm going to be catering to that energy. So speaking of rooms with people dancing, what is your favorite place to perform in Toronto, either living or dead? Oh, living or dead. That's sad. Dead would be the silver dollar. Rest in peace. Uh, living would probably be... I don't know. I always have a really good time. I like, I really like Owl's Club because I love that it's not a traditional venue. And I also really love being on the floor performing, like being right at, like in the crowd. So those would be my two. So imagine, if you will, that tomorrow you were going to open Nisa's Hall of Rock and Roll Greatness. And I'm talking like um, big tent rock and roll, rock and roll as an attitude, not so much genre. Who would be the first five artists you would induct? Uh, Bruce Springsteen, um, Lucinda Williams, Liz Fair, Sinead O'Connor. And hmm, who would the fifth be? Let's go with Vince Staples. Spice it up a bit. I like that. Um, what is your current obsession? My current obsession. Mm, the I just started uh, watching the X Files from the beginning. So that's been a major quarantine pastime and I'm loving it. Um, is there a book or maybe an article that you've read recently that you think everyone should read? Yeah, let me just, I'm just gonna look over my bookshelf here. Take your time. Oh, I just, one of the last books I read, which I really loved was Devil in a Blue Dress by Walter Mosley. I'm a big fan of noir and hard-boiled like detective fiction. And I always love like an update on the genre. And it's a particularly good instance of noir and hard-boiled. And uh, yeah, it takes place in LA in the 40s. And it's a... Uh, like a black detective. So it also deals with race relations and it's uh, just a super well-written book. And I totally use like hard-boiled, uh, I like hard-boiled style as a major influence on my songwriting. What's your ideal way of like listening to music? Paint us a picture of, of, of you listening to music. How, how is that, uh, how does that play out for you? Uh, in a room with my friends, uh, usually it'll be in our apartment, uh, at, we have a kitchen table that's like a picnic table. And then we're all, all just sort of taking turns, putting on songs and drinking wine and just, yeah, really just sharing favorite songs with people that I love. That's my ideal situation for listening to music. You include a lot of names in your lyrics. Mm -hmm. What makes a name worthy of including in a lyric? Most of the, yeah, I mean, I tend towards J names because I feel like I'm sort of going for like a classic sounding name, sort of a 
almost like a John Doe kind of name, a name that could be for anyone and, you know, not even necessarily gender specific and just sort of with a classic feel to it. Yeah. What keeps you uh, motivated or encouraged to be an artist? (laughs) I don't know. I think something that comes deep from within. Uh, Just, I really can't imagine not trying, not writing songs and not making stuff. It's just, so it must be some kind of uh, mystical drive or something. Okay, so I want you to imagine it's a misty morning. You're hungry. <laughs> what do you eat? Imagine. What do I eat? Um, it's a misty morning. I'm hungry. Well, within the song, I would eat the beer. But within a, within my current summer life, uh, a bowl of cottage cheese with perfect ripe peaches and blueberries. Um, if you could change something about the music industry in Canada, what would you change? I feel, you know, I think that the, you know, there is, there is a, a lot of money to be given to artists compared to especially the States. Um, I do feel like it caters to artists who've already received a lot of money before. Um, so it would be nice to see more equal distribution And also, I think, you know, specifically in terms of the pandemic, I think that uh, one thing, if we're going back in any kind of shows, obviously there's not going to be touring bands. So I think like more resources put into local scenes or like smaller touring circuits so that we can all as musicians hopefully make a living by playing in the cities we live in or cities nearby. Is there something that you wish people knew about being an artist, like the reality of, of being an artist? Mm, I don't know. I always, I always, uh, I, you know, I, I feel like that this is all very like on the table, but then I realize that, you know, people don't, there are things that people don't know, but um, uh, what do I wish that people knew? I don't know. I feel like anything I could say would sound cliche. It's like, yeah, it's hard work and it, you know, it doesn't really pay off financially, but I, I think more, yeah, sorry. Continue. No, I was, I was going to say that I don't know if everyone does know that though. I think, I think yeah. it's worth kind of saying, saying it. Yeah, I guess I, so I guess that's, that's a part of it. And then specifically, I mean, I guess I would more frame it as, advice I suppose that um especially as a musician just you don't need anyone like you can you don't necessarily need to like I guess the big thing is like don't sign away your intellectual property until you're absolutely certain 
that the person you're signing or the label you're signing in a way to is going to respect and work for you. Um, and I think a lot of artists learn that the hard way and just, I don't want anyone to learn that the hard way anymore. If you were able to go anywhere right now, no COVID restrictions, no nothing, where would you go? Hmm. Probably, well, I was supposed to go to New York City before everything happened. I had my visa all set and I was supposed to play a show there on March 16th. And I would very much like to do that, but also I would love to go to Greece it's just the most beautiful place comfort or style i believe you can have both and i aim to always have both <laughs> how sick of covid are you i'm it, it comes in waves i'm in a wave right now where i'm really sick of it you know reading an article about you know, I, I don't know. Reading any article, the news is sad and sometimes it's more overwhelming than others. So currently I'm very sick of it. But I, you know, I'm privileged enough to have been like given time to, to work on myself and dedicate time to writing songs. And so that's been positive. But right now it just, it's a little depressing. What should we be protesting right now? everything <laughs> absolutely everything uh yeah i i think that everything needs to change honestly i don't like you know saying that we need to reform any industry or force it's i, I don't think that that's the right word i think we gotta tear it all down and start again and be nicer to each other i think that that is absolutely correct um Nisa, are you a lover or a fighter? I'm, I'm both, but I feel, I'm kind of like sad to say, I think I'm more of a fighter, but I fight really hard for the people that I love. You have a song on your album called I Don't Want to Live on the Moon Without You mm -hmm. uh, on your new album. And I, it's one of my favorite songs in the album. Uh, I think I know the answer to this probably, but does climate change stress you out? Yes, very much so. Um, yeah, I had a like, I had a few weeks last summer where I just couldn't think about anything else at all. 
and it's just you know everything's everything's worthless and it's all gonna end anyway um so yeah i mean that song is sort of like a tongue-in-cheek satirical response to the whole situation and just you know these ma the this massive corporate wealth being directed towards you know escape routes for the hyper wealthy and i don't believe in that we've only we've only got this one planet and we've only got each other so that's what that song's about and i'm very afraid but i i still have a little bit i still have some hope so imagine that the apocalypse does arrive you know tomorrow what three things are you going to take with you as you head out in search of food or shelter or safety what's coming with you well I've talked about this a lot and it's definitely not a three thing list. Um, I don't know. Just the footwear alone is three things. <laughs> um, well, my, yeah, my partner and I recently stole, uh, well, at the beginning of the pandemic, when I was like freaking out, we stole um, one of those like water, uh, those special water bottles that like purifies any water from Canadian Tire. I don't know why, but we took it. Um, so that, and then. That's a very then, practical answer. A knife. Yeah, that's okay. a very also, practical answer. Also practical. A knife and a guitar. There you go. Okay. Okay. There you yeah. go. I think that's perfect. Um, Put me on your apocalypse team. I will. You, you're, you're <laughs> my first draft pick. Um, What's the first song that you fell in love with? Uh, okay, so my, my mom, I don't remember this, but my mom has told me that it was I Want Your Hands On Me by Sinead O'Connor. Um, so technically, that's the first one, but I don't remember. Um, and then besides that, also, I used to listen to After the Gold Rush and Harvest when I was like falling asleep as a little kid. So I think the first one I remember would be Tell Me Why by Emil Young. Tell me why. Tell me why. Is it hard to make arrangements with yourself? So uh, we have one question left uh, and I want to, uh, we'd like to pay it forward uh, at Dominionated. We like to promote different artists. I want to know if there's a Canadian uh, artist or an album by a Canadian artist that you think everyone should, other than your own, of course, uh, that everyone should know about. I really love the Ice Cream album, Fed Up, that they released late last year. It's such a good album. It really just fits. It fits just about every mood and environment whether it's introspective or dancing I put it on when I was working at the restaurant I work at I put it on there I put it on hanging out with friends it's just a truly great and versatile album and it's also got some uh, righteous anger directed at the right places so we have we we have not hit 20 minutes but we have hit 20 questions uh nisa good for, thank, us. good for us thank you so much uh for joining me and uh i wish you all the best thanks for having me and uh yeah take care
20 or 20 is brought to you by Dominionated, Canada's best Canadian-only music website, in my opinion. To discover your next favorite Canadian artist, follow us at Dominionated on all the social platforms. You can visit the website, dominionated.ca, and please tell your friends to do the same. Our theme song and original music is by Taylor Barrow. You can follow him at a really slow runner on Instagram, but take out all the vowels other than that A uh, in front of uh, really. The show is produced by me, Mac Cameron. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mackenzie Cameron, no vowels in Cameron. Please like and subscribe and rate on whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Keep an eye out for a video version of this podcast on our YouTube uh, in the near-ish future. Thanks again to Nisa for being on the show this week. Please, please, please go and listen to Girls Like Me. It's wonderful. Next week, I will be chatting with Halifax-based, PEI-raised rapper, Lavender. Until then, be well, and I will talk to you next week.